Thank you for listening to the Walkcast. I'm Rachelle Cacklis, your host. Maybe you're just coming home from your walk. Maybe you just need a little bit of inspiration. Maybe you're out walking right now. Well, keep on walking and stay connected so you can discover more tips and more information about our local entrepreneurs and small business owners. Hi, this is Rachelle Cackless, and you're listening to the Walkcast. I am so excited today because I'm interviewing Angela Mercer from AMPM Hand Knits. And the reason why I'm so excited is because I love handmade items. I think that everybody should have something in their home that's handcrafted. Handcrafted captures the essence of the human spirit. And so I'm so happy that you're going to learn more about all of her amazing products today. Hi, welcome to the Wattcast. I am here with Angela Marsa from AMP Hand Knits. And she's here to tell her story. Welcome, Angela, to the Wattcast. Good morning, Miss Rochelle. Thank you so much for coming. Um, my first question is, tell us a little bit of your story and how you came up with this amazing business. Thank you very much. First, I'd like to say thank you so much for having me. I'm very humbled that you asked me to join you today. I always am when someone is interested in learning about what I refer to as my very small business. This is just me behind the scenes. Uh, so I was a teacher in my previous life. I taught fifth grade for many years. Then I became a mom. I have three kids at home. They all dance in your studio, as you know, since they were basically babies. Hi, guys. And um, after I had my twins, I wanted to really do something that was just for me. And my whole life, I've always considered my art form to be a writer because I love writing. I do writing whenever I can. And I taught writing to young children and it always brought me joy. But I was always so impressed and enamored with people who could create things with their hands, um, other than writing, obviously. So one day I had, I had known about knitting, obviously, because most people's grandparents knit. And I just watched a video on YouTube about how to cast on, which is the very first step in knitting, getting the yarn onto the needles. And I did it. And as we discussed during our awesome walk, just starting is really the best way to go. <laughs> <laughs> totally agree. One one knit at a time. <laughs> I say one step at a time, and it's like one knit stitch at a time. You got it. Oh, that's so amazing. Yeah. I love it. I love, I love your story, and I love that, you know, lots of our businesses, they stem from something that we've always wanted to do and it's so nice to see something come to fruitation um makes other people believe in the dreamers and the doers as you say nice so every artist or creator 
usually draws from some inspiration. Where do you find your inspiration for your hand knits? I absolutely love this question for a few reasons. First, I find inspiration everywhere is the short answer. Um, the main place I find it is out of necessity, personal necessity. For instance, the other day I was going sledding with my kids and I knew that I was gonna be wearing my hair up in a bun and I don't always wear a hat and I knew that I would really love to wear an ear warmer, but I had, did not have any that I made for myself. I know it's a popular item in my shop. Um, so I made a, a braided cable ear warmer for myself. So necessity is the first thing. The second uh, place I find inspiration, as silly as it sounds, is Pinterest. I pin every single day. I see things other people make and I try to replicate them or sometimes I will start a pattern that was written by somebody else, but then I decide that the need for the item changes as I'm making it and it ends up being something else entirely at the end. Something Another place I find inspiration is just on people walking around. I watched the whole Winter Olympics um, opening ceremony and I checked out all the hats that the athletes were wearing. That's incredible. So you may see some of those replicated someday in my shop. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. You find inspiration in the craziest places. I feel that like so many times, like I can be in the most random place and I find inspiration for, you know, my podcast or my choreography. Yes. I also like to write too. Yes. Um, so that's so cool. It's <laughs> such, such a cool thing. And I think that, I love how you said that it turns out to be something different. And that's what makes Handcrafted so special is because even though you might have drawn from you know, a hat is a hat, but this hat is nothing like anybody else's hat. True. It was made special just by you. Let me ask you this. How do you see uh, your products fashion forward and what sets you apart from other shops? Well, as far as fashion forward goes, I try to make it a real priority to have all of my items be multi-purpose items. So for instance, if you have a shawl that I've made for you, I will send you some inspiration on how to wear something. So a shawl could be worn wrapped fully around the body. It could be worn as sort of a, more of like a top or a shirt. Uh, depending on the way it's wrapped, I like to do multi-purpose items, as I said. Uh, I noticed today when you had your ear warmer, it's meant to be an ear warmer, but you pulled it down to adjust it, to push it back up onto your head. And I said, wow, she could wear that just on her neck yes. as, as, as a neck warmer. Totally. Like if I, I, I actually sometimes do have to do that because like I'll be walking and I'll be cold when I start. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I need this off. Like it, like maybe the sun is out more and I don't need need it for a while. So, oh my God, that, that is great. I didn't even realize that I, that I did that and it still looks so pretty like that. Yeah, I loved it. And also I, I want my pieces, 
that I make for you to be timeless. Like I don't want it to be something you just wear in February of 2022. I want you to take it out, you know, in the winter or maybe it's summertime and you're a skier and you travel to a colder place. I want you to feel confident and fabulous in it wherever you are in whatever time of year it is. And so that's that's so good. And I actually know a few friends that actually go you know, to colder climates yeah. when we're warm here and our avid skiers. Um, I love how customizable all your products are. Tell me a little bit. I, we were walking and you told me such a great story about uh, a woman who contacted you um, who wanted like this special order. Yes. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. Um, so a lot of people will visit my Etsy shop, which I love. Thank you to all of you who do that. And then they contact me personally, which I absolutely love because yes, I'm a person at the other end of the Etsy shop and a lot of my business comes from local clients. And this woman said, hey, I saw something in your shop. I really like it. However, I prefer it in a different color. And I said, great, no problem. And then, then she went on to Uh, So then I sent her some pictures of different yarns she could choose. So she would absolutely get the one that she wanted. Um, And then she let me know that she had a wool allergy. So we worked together to choose the best yarn that would work for the specific project. uh, And that would look great as well. That's so great that you can do that. Like that's the thing with creators is when something is handcrafted, you can really make it fit just for that person just for their needs and that's special that she's gonna have that and be like this I don't have anything like that I'm I'm not gonna find this at Target I'm not gonna find this at Macy's this is something in it and and it also makes such a beautiful gift like I would want to gift something like that if I had a friend actually know a few people that are allergic to different fabrics and stuff and something that you can make that's handmade that's such that's such a beautiful gift to give somebody I want to ask you what you use for your items like what textiles and where you purchase them and tell us a little bit how we take care of a product that we receive from you once it's in our hands? Well, the main thing I do when I have my pattern, I have my project ready or I have my idea ready, mostly I like to feel the yarn that I'm going to work with. So a lot of times I will go to your popular large chain stores just to get a feel for it. Will this yarn work for my project? Or maybe I'll make it in a different size yarn has sizes so usually I will go and get a feel for the yarn there however when I'm making my final decision I do like to support local and I can recall uh, one of those places I like to visit is Lucky Cat Yarns in Melrose which is a town nearby Uh, my daughter and I were driving by on our way to a ballet lesson and she said mom look Lucky Cat Yarns and after the ballet lesson we ended up going into the shop and the woman who worked there was wonderful it was just so wonderful to you know have 
a, a professional who could recommend yarn. I was going to be making something for a friend who was having a baby and I did want it to be extra special. Uh, so we picked out the yarn together. She asked me about the colors I wanted to use and just the whole experience with the local shop was really wonderful. And of course my daughter wants to go there every time we're in the area. <laughs> so that can get tricky, but that's mainly where I shop from at the end of the day. Uh, and then you asked about how to take care of your, your handmade items, which I loved. When you receive an item from me, it's wrapped up in a package. It's always ready for gift giving. And I mainly write that I would prefer it if you would hand wash your items just to be on the safe side. Uh, you know, just because of the love and care and time I put into the items. I, we can't always know what's gonna happen to something once it leaves our own possession. Um, so if you have your item, say hats, it's really a personal preference as to how often you wash your hats. Um, something you can do is you can get some um, dry shampoo and you can just spritz it with, with the dry shampoo that's, to that's keep good. it a little clean, rub it together just a little bit, and that is a way to freshen it up. Uh, otherwise, you want to run it under the water and you can just use your favorite soap, favorite laundry soap. Uh, and just give it a, a, a once over with your hands, rubbing it around in your hands, and then just let it air dry. That's perfect, yes, because I would, I already love my new air warmer that you gave me. <laughs> and you. I, like I told you, I said, I want this air warmer to last till, you know, I'm 90 <laughs> and I'm in the home teaching everybody to dance in a chair. So um, I wanted this item to last forever. I I told you a little bit about the sweater that my mom had started and when she passed away, I don't knit, but my cousin knits and she completed it for me and it's just like so special. So right. something I'm always going to remember, your air warmer that you made me and I want to make sure I take care of it. Um, another thing, how... Do you enhance some of your products? You were telling me a, a really cool way that you add to your handcrafted items. Yes. A lot of people have things at home that, you know, maybe when a button falls off of your jacket or shirt, you toss it into a jar. Well, guess what? Someone like me is often looking for buttons. One of my latest hot items is... Um, a vintage button ear warmer. That's the title of the product. And I've made one for all my kids' teachers and uh, some of your dance teachers here received one too. And just giving that button a second go around is something that really warms my heart. So I will, I use a certain app that's geared towards secondhand items that people just have. And I will go on and just search vintage buttons and you never know what's going to come up or the story of the button. But I do know that going forward, it's now worked into my items as something that I really spent time selecting and thinking about the person I'm making it for. Uh, so buttons is one of the things. Another thing I like to purchase is vintage shawl pins. Uh, believe it or not, you can add shawl pins or actually any kind of pin 
Uh, I have a hat that I, I, someone had a vintage A for my first name, Angela, and I added that to my hat and it really gave it that extra special something. Um, and a lot of people like to pin their shawls closed. And so you can use a vintage button, you know, maybe your grandmother has one that was given to her as a gift. And it's something that you could even pass on, you know, down the line to your family members if you want. So that's also one of my favorite things is enhancing the products, as you said. That's such a great idea. There's so many things. I was just thinking now, as you were talking about this, I have a lot of pins. Uh, some of them are like over 100 years old that my Mimi and my, um, my mom gave me. And what a great opportunity <laughs> for me to place an order with you for something <laughs> special to have to enhance their pins. So now you have you have me intrigued. Oh, I bet good. you there's something for everyone. I just I actually just envisioned like someone getting married and you creating a shawl with maybe a vintage pin. Yes. From, from you know a grandmother or a mother as there's something old or borrowed or new oh, or I things love like that. that. So Wow, I love, love, love. That is so special. I don't think I've seen anybody else doing that locally around here. So people are going to have to check that out. Angela, I'm so happy that we got to walk and talk about your amazing business. Me too. Thank you. Are you ready for some rapid fire questions? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> okay, so if you had to... Pick a song that you would feel inspired while creating. What What's the song that you would pick? What an awesome question. Right now, it just came to me is This Girl Is On Fire by Alicia Keys. I, it's a song that I love, but I'll tell you, when I get going with one of my projects and I just have this awesome, awesome feeling about it, that's the one that I hear in my head. Yes, yes, and I believe that you are on fire, especially with these amazing things that you're creating. Thank you. If you wanted to put your items on display in a famous place, what would that place be? Oh my goodness, what a great question. Uh, I... To be very honest with you, I would love to have my items to showcase at TJ Maxx. It's my favorite store. <laughs> and yes. I mean, a lot of ladies go there and it would be an absolute dream for you to see one of my items on their lovely mannequins in the store. Local <laughs> to chain. Amazing, right? Yeah. I mean, who does it? It's like wanting my choreography being seen, you know at a major red carpet event. Yes. So, aside from your products, what is your favorite place to go and eat locally? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, our favorite place to get Chinese food is Mei Ling's and it's right down the street from yes, here so we Mei can Ling. walk there to pick it up which right. we love. Mei Ling's is so so delicious. 
And if you had to choose a place where you could open up your own little shop, where do you think you would choose a place? Well, this question can be tricky because yes, knitwear is mainly associated with winter wear, but I can also make items that you can wear in the summertime or the fall or even on just, you know, a cool evening in the summertime. Um, but honestly, I would love to have it just down in Medford Square. Everybody in my city could walk there and they know me and they know that they're getting a product that they will love. Maybe they should add like handcrafts to the farmer's market. Oh, yeah. yes. That is actually is a dream of mine to be at the local farmer's market. Yeah, that would be wonderful. <laughs> I think that more people need to see your beautiful products. And the last question is... If you could choose one word to describe your products, what would that one word be? The word would be heartfelt. Yes. <laughs> heartfelt because you're making things that take heartfelt work. That is so wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me today. It was my honor, absolutely. Can you tell everybody where they can contact you, how they can contact you, so that they can start ordering some amazing products from you? Yes, I have a page on Facebook. It's a business page, AMPM Hand Knits. Also on Instagram, so you could follow me on Instagram and see what I'm working on. I also have ampmhandits at Gmail, so if you want to send me an email and we can chat. And that's all the places you can find me. You can Google ampmhandits and I, my Etsy shop will come up. That's awesome. Great. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. I'm excited to let the world know how special your shop is and how special your products are. Thank so, you. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for listening to the Wattcast today, interviewing Angela from AMP M Knits. was such a pleasure. It made me smile from ear to ear to know that we have really talented people in our community that are doing things that they might have not thought they'd be doing five years ago. And I know that connection is super important. We have to keep connecting with our local business owners and entrepreneurs. They do some wonderful things for the community. I know Angela personally. I've taught her daughter. I also know that she's an amazing mom who gets involved in her community. We've had charity events that she's donated to. She is a Girl Scout leader. She is so amazing. Check out her shop. If you are a local entrepreneur, you know someone who has a small business who you think that would benefit from an interview with the Wattcast, 
give me a shout out. Follow me at the Wattcast on Instagram. And I look forward to connecting, inspiring, and generating this connection with our communities.